grown man And then examine it trends Listen to two best friends You just the word on the strings Girl, welcome to Word on the Straits, the podcast where we unpack straight culture. And then our fact flag flies. I'm Sam. I'm Joe. Welcome to the show. Hi, uh, weird, super hot weather we're having this week. Mm. I know it's not like interesting to talk about the weather, but it is a sign of the death coming of our planet. apocalypse, yeah. It is nice to talk about the coming apocalypse, though, that is just so inevitable. Yeah. Uh, we we know it's coming, and we know that it's our... Uh, Demise. Word. Well, it's our responsibility to stop it, but mm, so far we have done nothing mm, to yeah. fun, <laughs> fun stuff. Yeah, straight up. But, you know, what are you going to do? And the weird um, symptoms of all of this are 64 degree days in January in New York. Yeah. I don't know how much of a silver lining I see on that, though. Not to bring everything down. Okay, Sorry for sure. starting off with such a, a heavy topic. I mean, they know. Yeah, we they all know. know. It's fine. Everyone knows. Sammy, how are you doing today? Other than, you know, the existential dread of capitalism <laughs> and uh, global warming. Well, I'm great. I've been riding high since the last episode. Truly oh my God, just, yeah. I, I mean, we couldn't really talk about it during <laughs> because he was here. Right. But I was really, really excited and I've just been really, really happy since. Yeah, totes. Sam was so happy and we were so happy to yeah. have Mikey Hamford on the show. Not least of which because the very day after I was told by the pit loft that we're confirmed for our live show anniversary show if you are in the new york area on february 22nd saturday at nine come watch us live come through it'll be really fun yeah it's gonna be cool Mm -hmm. and bitch we've been at it for a year almost that's amazing i mean the week that that happens will be a year from our first episode release iconic Mm -hmm. that's what i call iconic Same. Um, and, and that night I went to the show Josh Nasser was on our pod to promote at the Bell House. Oh, such a huge show. Oh, and it was so good. Yeah. Josh and Nathan were fun. hilarious. Uh, Dan Licata and Connor O'Malley were on it. Ego Wodum, Ava Victor, Taylor Guerin, uh, other Larry Owen was there. I, I, it, he, everyone was in rare form. Stunning. Meg Stalter. Uh, I, the names don't stop. I love it. Yeah. All right, what? How's your weekend going, Joe? My weekend was good. Um, Can you explain what did you do on Friday? What did I do on Friday? You were like with coworkers. Oh yeah, I was just hanging out at my my friend's house. Fun. I just didn't never find <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, we were. Hanging. And I need to know where you are at all times. Oh my god, we watched. And if this I don't know, I want need to know later. Use a freak. We watched this amazing show actually about glass blowing. It was fucking rad. It oh, was, I saw I saw the Netflix trailer for that. Yeah, it's like America's Next Top fucking glass blower, yeah. and it's like a challenge. And everybody's like, all these weird, annoying art people are the judges. Is Chihuly one of them? I was like, literally, the only name I know in glass blowing is the most avant-garde Chihuly. And no, of course, he did not grace us with his presence. That's tough because I love a Chihuly piece. I love a Chihuly piece, girl, and like so pointy. But the lady, do you care who won? Do you care about spoilers? Absolutely not. If you care about spoilers, turn off the pod right now, but you know, or just fast forward 15 seconds. But like this amazing art lady won and she beat out all the dudes and she had like a weird haircut and was like, had a long distance girlfriend and she made the best art. Like everybody else's art was by the end, just getting more cliche and she kept getting more conceptual and like, you only have like four hours to blow an entire 
like exhibitions worth of glass with like these little helpers they give you. I love when the most deserving person wins. Literally, it's so gratifying yeah. and fun to watch. It's so like, rare. Yeah, please take a hint. Reality television shows. And just force the person who deserves to win to win. Mm, yeah, you like know? rig it for yeah. the person go against the game show laws set down in the 50s. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. But like some people are like, it's not a game show. It's a competition reality show. Or something. I don't know. There's there's gray area even in the law sometimes. Of cures. <laughs> of cures. How would you feel about bringing our guest in? She's been patiently waiting here. I know. She's been so yeah. patiently waiting. We need to. Let's do I'd it. I'd love to. I have a lot to ask her because I found out something shocking this morning before she got here that oh I uh, need to ask her about. Okay, guy. Damn, I'm, I need to know. Okay. Please bring her in. Okay, well, our guest today is a comedian, improviser, storyteller. Damn. A wonderful person who I met quite recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's bring her in. Please welcome to the pod, Catherine, Catherine Whistler. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Catherine you Whistler. Practiced in Whistler. I know I practiced. It was so bad. Well, thank you for having me on. Of oh course. my god, thank welcome. you for coming. Oh yeah, uh, but I I wanted to start the episode. I didn't want to start the episode with environment talk. I wanted to start by singing uh, the Folgers theme song because it's an early morning record and I forgot as soon as we started recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 a.m. Welcome. I think this is the earliest we've ever recorded. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you. Anyway. So I am a morning person. I actually love being out and about at 10 a.m. I love that. Jealous. <laughs> you could, anyone could be a morning person. Mm. You just have to go to bed early. And that's the hard part. That's my weakness. Yeah. Yeah. No, Saturday night. I did last night. I went to bed late, but usually it's like 10, 30, 11. I'm ready to go to bed. I'm Damn. Done. I know, I'm a grandma. At both shows I was at this weekend, someone asked me what I think my bedtime will be that night, and I said 2.30 both times. <gasps> yeah, I and said I, 3. It was it was 2.15 the first night, and then like 1.30 the second night, so it wasn't so bad, but it was still like not 11. Mine was even worse, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes I've been a morning person. Yeah. Like I will have slept the night before, and I get up early, and I love it. It's the best. No one bothers you in the morning. Yeah. Like late night, you might get texts, but no one's going to text me at 8 a.m. Everyone's yeah. asleep. 100%. Every Like Joe, every time I've gotten up and like gone out and about early, it's always been good. I don't know why I don't change my life to make it more so every day can be like that. Yeah. Do something before work instead of like scrambling to get everything done afterward. Mm-hmm. But who knows when that'll turn around for me. <laughs> you know, we can only hope. Hopefully. It's a 2020 thing, maybe. Maybe. You know, live your best life. Some people succeed in the middle of the night. Apparently, the most intelligent people are night owls, which I resent, but that is I've read funny. that. I know. I did read that, too. And I was like, work. I was up to, like, four last night. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like, fuck these studies. Who's doing these studies? Some night owl wrote that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Biased reporting. Yeah. yeah. Totally, totally, totally. But what I need to know about is having a car. You were like, I'm looking for parking. And oh I was like... Oh my god. What inspired you to have a car here? That's amazing. Okay, so bear with me. When I moved to New York City, I was a motivational yo-yo performer for children. Go the fuck (laughs) off. So I performed a solo show, and in order to perform that show, I had to have my car so Mm -hmm. I could take the show into schools. Uh, So I drove from California here. I still have California license plates, and I refuse to give them up. 100%. Yeah, but it, the the car is a pain. Like, I move it for street cleaning. Oh. I got hit and run the other day, like, Ugh. while it was parked. And, yeah, it's just a pain. 
Yeah. Got a parking ticket when I had the flu because I spent oh. two hours trying to move it. Couldn't find a spot. Oh. So it's just like a lot of extra money. Like I'm paying for insurance totally. and the subway. Why? Oh my God, barf. Yeah. Unenjoyable. But I'm obsessed with him because I grew up with him. Mm-hmm. His yes. name is Hank. Aww. How long has the carbon in the fam? Uh, I've had him for 12 years, almost 13. Dag. Yeah. That's beautiful. My first roommate had a car, but we had, like, I think we had a parking spot. I never asked. I never found out anything out about him. <laughs> but uh, he had one. Work. We were in Queens, though. How yeah. was the cross-country drive? I'm so interested in a cross-country drive. I kind of want to do it. Me too. I had five days to drive from Oakland, California, to... I actually drove to Fort Lee, New Jersey, and that's where I first lived. Uh, I had five days to make the drive and two days to find an apartment. Mm-hmm. So it was just like all day, every day driving. Yeah, my mom came with me and I let her drive for like two hours because she's so scary behind the wheel. (laughs) So it was just a lot of driving. Damn. It wasn't like fun making cool stops. Yeah. 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 It was like, we need to get there. Yeah. Then it was like, I need to find a room. And I ended up living with a 67 year old woman and her cat. It was... uh, It was a sad six months. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Everyone's first apartment can usually be pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if it's Fort Lee, New Jersey. With a little old lady and her kitty. Yeah, like two weeks in, she was like, oh, Catherine, I feel like you're like a daughter to me. I was like, you're so nice, but also I have a mom. <laughs> <laughs> you met her. <laughs> she was here like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Aww. but she was a very sweet woman. We still keep in touch. That's nice. Sometimes, yeah, having like an elderly older lady as a neighbor or I guess roommate has proven to be really fun. Like in college, my friend lived next to this like amazingly wise old lady and we would just hang out and like <laughs> we would we did drag in college so we would like show her our outfits that we were making and she would be like fabulous oh we like, she was a support yeah, i love it she was an ally she was cool didn't they meet because the door was just open yeah <laughs> literally like the door was open one day and jasmine was like oh my god barbara <laughs> that is what <laughs> Neighbors should be. I still have not met any of my neighbors since moving here. Yeah, New York neighbors don't like to talk. New York is weird. Yeah, my neighbors, I've seen them like twice. They just had a baby. Uh, wow. And I can hear they're interviewing for nannies, and I nanny as a day job. And I've Ooh. thought about going down and being like, um, can I take care of your baby? But yeah. I think it'd be so creepy. And they probably don't want that. It's like too close. It's kind of too close. You know, and then like my bosses live below me. Yeah, I feel I like you that. don't want that. Because yeah. like it's right. too close. Yeah. They're like, can you come down? And you're like, I'm not home. And they're like, we know you are. <laughs> we just saw you. We can hear you. Yeah. It would be a blessing and a curse. Short commute, but yeah. at what cost? At what girl? cost, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, I would. I, it's too close. Um, When my friend Michael moved from Pennsylvania to California, he said the same thing. Like, he did it by himself. And he basically just listened. He just put podcasts on and just had to get to LA by a certain day and like didn't he just stayed in motels basically yeah days upon days upon days of just driving Damn. I didn't do podcasts but I listened to World at Large by Modest Mouse Work. daily on repeat yeah <laughs> it felt like a big moment for me yeah. you know where I was like I'm a wandering soul I have to leave my life no uh, totally and now I'm here you how, got- did, how did what is inspirational yo-yo yeah <sighs> Um, I mean, I feel like you know it when you see it. But I've never seen it. (laughs) Yeah, I think it always throws people off. I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's been around. That show's been around. I'm not going to 
name them by name, uh, but they've been around for like almost 30 years. Um, so it's possible a lot of people have actually seen this motivational mm-hmm. yo-yo show. It's basically the yo-yo is a tool to draw in kids. There's also magic tricks and like balloons yeah. and storytelling and characters. Uh, and then the main message is like, set goals, don't give up, be kind, persevere. Go off. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then kid interviews, which is the best part. Mm-hmm. Interviewing children is wild. We got to get a child on our show. Oh, my God. I need a child on the <laughs> a show. A young gay child. Yes. <laughs> you could try and get Desmond is amazing. Wow, yeah. Did you, He did Here and Queer. Oh, no way, yeah. Who is that? Who is that? Um, It's like a baby drag queen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cute. I feel like you'd recognize a picture of Desmond. But they yeah. are amazing. If any yeah. baby drag queens want to come on our show, <laughs> come on, me. baby queens. I'll reach out. We'll reach out. To your parents. To the community. Um, oh my god, my friend in middle school was a yo-yo fanatic. Is that how it like started really? for you? Like, no. You just like saw this and then were a yo-yo profesh? I was on backstage.com right after college, mm-hmm. living at home with my parents, trying to do anything to get out of living at home with my parents. Hello. And I have a nanny, like baby. Ooh, I'm pulling on a cord. I have a nannying, babysitting background, Mm -hmm. as well as I studied theater. So it was like this perfect marriage. I was very weirdly suited for the job. Yeah. But I didn't yo-yo. So I went into an intensive six-week yo-yo training before the job started. And then was still consistently making mistakes for like six months. But, you know. I'm sure they had you doing crazy tricks, though. Yeah, I'm really good at yo-yo. Yeah, that's so lit. After a six weeks intensive, I should hope so. Like walking the dog. Yo-yos are fun. Yeah. They're not as popular anymore. Did you do Diablo sticks? No, I don't know. Ooh. Trying to catch? No. You know what that is? I think it's colloquially a Chinese yo-yo. Oh. Yeah. Right? I think so. I don't know. But I've never used one. It's like two sticks, and there's a string connecting them on the top. And then there's like this cone shape thingy. Or it's like... um, Double-sided cone. Yeah, it's like two cones. So then in the middle, they meet at like a point. And that's where you put the string and then you spin it by going like this. And they Hmm. flick it up in the air in the kitchen. It's weird. It's fun. Yeah, it seems like a lot of effort to put into something not that helpful. Most That's how I feel about yo-yoing where I'm like, (laughs) it's a fun fact, but it hasn't gotten me it's, it's on my acting resume i'm always like i'm a professional yo-yoer yeah ask if you want to see no one has once asked me to pull out a trick during an audition yeah but yeah. i believe that it's gonna land me a role one day one day 100 percent. if anyone needs a yo-yoer i will write this role yes i will write this role <laughs> okay i'm gonna hold you to it mm-hmm. Catherine and i met in jeremy bunt's here's journey class i love this class you guys joe was at our first show oh yeah I'm so jealous. Sam was the hero. I know. Uh, Sam walked right into the hero role, too. He, like, turned around, and all of a sudden, he was the hero. The opening was all about that tiger, and then they mentioned a fish, so I was just supporting, and then it became about the fish. It was fun. How are you guys liking the class? It's great. Everyone in our class is so nice and really funny and so smart. It's, like, the kindest, most supportive class I've ever been in at UCB. Uh, I genuinely just like everyone. That's rad. Yeah. That's so lucky. I feel like people after the show were commenting, too, like, oh, everyone is so kind and, like, supportive. Like, you can feel that energy. It's so nice. Yeah. I I could definitely feel that. There weren't a lot of, like, stage hogs or, like, people trying to, you know, steamroll or anything. It seemed really fun. It's Yeah, and it's cool because we, like, basically made the form up ourselves. So it's, like... I feel like everyone feels like part ownership of like what we're doing and it's Mm -hmm. really fun yeah Joseph Cramble yeah I love it 
Yeah. I'm reading Hero with a Thousand Faces right now very slowly. Yeah, why? Because I had it in <laughs> high school. Oh, okay. I took a class kind of about the hero's journey in high school where we read like The Hobbit and The Golden Compass and shit. So I have the book and Sam took this class and I was like, oh, let me read that. And it's really hard to read, but it is really cool. Joe helped me out a lot with the photo shoot oh, yeah, for the it? class oh. because I did not know what to do for mine. And I had to take a photo representing the refusal of the return for my headshot. And I was like, I've never, I don't know what a story is that includes this. And then we looked in the book and the only example is like, what is it from? There's it's, like this Hindu god, like yeah, this Hindu demigod. <laughs> that like achieves demigod status and as soon as he turns really powerful he's like you know what you guys just put me to sleep for eternity i've gotten here and like there's nothing else i can do this is it i love that and he just falls asleep forever until there's like a curse on him that if anybody wakes him up he'll just destroy them with fire oh no and so that that comes out of his eyes yeah obviously that does happen Mm -hmm. to somebody but it like helps in the end i forget Okay. I like someone who comes into their power and then is like, I'm done. I won't use this for bad. Yeah. Like, like Dumbledore being like, anybody who wants to use the Philosopher's Stone, GTFO. Yeah. But if you don't want it, that's only when you can actually find it. Wise. Love that Catch-22 or not really, but a little bit. Yeah. Irregardless. Not really, but a little (laughs) bit. Irregardless, I, yeah, I can't think of other people who. What was your What was your um step on the on the journey? Crossing the threshold. Your picture's mm. really good. Thank you. I had my mom and my dad. They both took turns taking pictures because I did it at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gorge. We made it work. I felt like mine was a bit easier because a lot of them are very challenging to represent in one picture. Totally. But crossing the threshold, pretty easy. Yeah, I kind of forgot what the concept of what the final product was going to look like and my picture was very busy and then it became just black and white it's just fine and it still looks good but i was like i Yours wish i had great. remembered that before <laughs> we went on it we took we took like two oh hours God. we went to so many different locations with like different costumes and like really? taking different pictures. yeah i was like where was can funny. we find just like because we just needed a wall to take yeah, we it needed in front a blank of. wall yeah. So I was like, all right, we're going to the cemetery. Yeah. And we took it against a mausoleum. <laughs> that is wild. You literally could have taken it against this brick wall right behind you. Yeah. That's true. And like, because she just photoshopped everything out. <laughs> yeah. Like, she totally could have. It was funny. It but was it, funny. Was, it, was, it was a fun day. The yeah. experience, yeah. You'll <laughs> totally. have that memory forever. That's sweet. Most of It was funny. Should we move into the word on the straights, y'all? I, I would happily do that. <laughs> I love okay, it. I'm in. Today... We wanted to talk to you about gender Gender reveals. This topic comes to us from our very guest. And we love it when the guest brings a topic. We love it when the guest brings a topic. And when you suggested this, we were like, fucking duh, of course, yes, we need to. You don't know this, but when I saw the DMs from you suggesting this, I was at the bar with Rebecca and Kantai. and Joe talking about what we should do because we still hadn't picked the topic. Yeah, we were like, what should we talk about? And then I was like, wait, she got us. She got us. I'm so, I'm so glad because I thought about this a lot. Uh, and honestly, people at my storytelling potluck last night helped me come up with it. Yeah. So like straight culture, it threw me for a loop because it's the dominant culture. So I was like, is straight culture even a thing? It's like water. It's like everything yeah. else. Yeah. 
it's it's all around us. It's all around. We're swimming in it. It surrounds and creates <laughs> and destroys. But these have definitely not always been around. Yeah, they're no, an invention of the 21st century, I think. And like, what's going to happen with them now? We're in a weird time for gender. Yeah, where it's dying yeah. and being reinvented and dying again, and yeah, yeah. So true. I just think so that a gender true. reveal shouldn't happen until you're like 18 to 25. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be a yeah. fun thing to Hello. do gender reveal at when you're like an adult. Like after you graduate high school, then instead of a graduation party, you like graduate from not having a gender. Yeah. Then you get to pick your own. When you might have a grasp on your gender identity. Yeah. You can change it for free. <laughs> Hello. Literally though, the parties, they just get worse. They're so extravagant. Uh, my favorite is when they go awry, you know, when yeah. they like cut the cake and, <laughs> and oh it's like not pink or blue. Yeah. yeah. Those are great. It's purple and everyone's like, ah! yeah. <laughs> I love those. Did <laughs> they you, are so funny. Did you see that video? Still don't know if it's real or fake, but the woman who farts a, a color and to what? reveal. I did see that. That cannot be real. I don't, I don't know, know if it was real. I don't know. I hate the internet because it's like, was that just a TikTok or is this lady really like farting blue dust so she can tell her friends that she is having a boy? Like, I have to know. I. <laughs> this is going to plague me. Um, I haven't seen this video. I don't think I want to watch it. I have an image in my head. It's exactly what you think it is. It's exactly what you think it is. Her three friends are like drinking champagne off to the side and she's like (laughs) She's butt naked. Yeah. yeah. Like it's so dumb. What? Yeah. And then it's like pink gas comes out of her butt. Yeah. And you're like what are we doing here? (laughs) What are we doing here? Yeah. Like what would even the setup of that be? Like you you go to a baker to get the cake. Like where do you get the fart? Exactly. Where do you get the fart powder girl? I don't (laughs) know. confusing. I don't know. Oh my god, so That's awful. too much, yeah. And now people are dying at these things. What? People have died from weird things gone wrong at gender reveal parties. Oh no. I don't know if it's from like things blowing up. I forget. But well, I... there was that fire. What? That caused like billions of dollars of damage, no right? Way. I don't know this. What fire? Well, okay. I don't have enough information. Oh, don't worry. We speculate highly on this pod all the time. I just read a thing about like a guy who's whatever happened at the gender reveal party started a fire and ended up costing like $10 billion or something. God damn. Wow. What an unnecessary Don't fact check me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, truly. Well, there are all these things like where I've seen several of these where it's a photo shoot of a guy who gets on the ground with a gun and shoots a box and then whatever the color of the box explodes is the gender reveal. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> it's like, so aggressive. Why is it so they just want to go viral, right? Like it's that's yeah. literally just it. I feel like it might be at this point just to annoy the gays. <laughs> well, it's working. It's fucking working. <laughs> like and to add guns to the mix just so you can yeah, that seems so, like, spectacular. Guns at a baby event. Like, what is that? Yeah. Why? Who's like, yeah, I got the perfect thing for our baby reveal. <laughs> Let's I, shoot someone. I don't want to be this person, but yesterday on the train, I was uh, on my way to Kensington, and I was standing over this family who was a mom and a kid, and they were playing, like, Bejeweled or whatever. And then the other kid who looked like six was playing some shooting army game, and mm-hmm. I was like... America! <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> and I was like, video game violence! And I almost joined One Million Moms, and then I stopped myself. Thank God. 
You're not a mom, Sam. Okay, well, there are not a million of them. Yeah, that's really true. There's like 6,000 of them or something crazy. Okay. Oh my gosh. I didn't know about these moms. You don't uh, know about one, one million, million moms? moms? No. Yeah, it's just a lie. There's definitely not even a million. They're of like them. an organization against fun. <laughs> oh no. Childhood enjoyment are just like they they they've they've had several petitions against yeah. like gay video game violence yeah movies etc nothing real though like maybe they're doing something against gun violence but like probably i don't think they're against not. i don't think it's gun violence i think it's like guns in in video games, video games and movies again massive speculation yeah, guns in the real the world pod, fine but, yeah. but keep them out of our video Play games simulated guns get those out of my kids <laughs> hands because well, i can keep regular guns for my kids but I don't know what's going on in a video game. I don't know what's going on in there. Oh. Grand Theft Auto nonsense. Fortnite. Scary. Stop teaching my kids dances. <laughs> have you guys ever been to a gender reveal party? Absolutely not. No. My friends have just started like having babies. Right. But they do... Uh, the gendering is real so fast. Oh, totally. Oh my god, these two dudes in Ireland, they're like young students. I just saw they won an award for writing... A research paper that says like um gender construction and like gender stereotyping starts when you're five to seven years old like it starts that early probably even earlier like yeah, in, maybe like... like in your own mind but like it starts at a gender reveal basically. yeah totally totally yeah. even before you're out girl yeah. they're already yeah. stereotyping you one of my friends was just posting she has like a six-month-old baby or something and she was watching star wars she was like so i can be a good boy mom it's like i hope your boy grows up to love princesses yeah, and girl. you're shown he better love sleeping beauty as much as i did yeah mm-hmm. princess leia is a great role model for young boys for real i've won- i've never wanted to be anything more than a prince but she still goes on to become a senator and a general. Ah. It's like and a warrior princess. Leia warrior princess. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> So have you ever been to a gender reveal party? Oh, totally no. No, 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 I no. can't imagine any of my friends really... My friends from New York, at least, ever doing... None of my friends in New York have babies, that's why. Yeah. Right. We're all lost boys. Very that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, like you, I still... I don't really know any... But I, that's not what you said. But I don't know anybody who is having kids yet because I'm young. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and so, no, I do not know anybody who's had a gender reveal party. And I don't think many people I know would have one. But I guess I just have to wait until I see on Facebook. Because I feel like that's where I'll see people like who I don't know anymore but still am needlessly connected to. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be like, I guess she's having a boy. <laughs> I feel like it is like a symptom of like the Pinterest age too that you need to have these dumb organized parties for everything mm. like gender reveal parties or just like going overboard for every little thing about your baby or just like making it a big deal and then it's like by the third it's like do you even have the money to spend on another gender reveal party for this kid if you're having three of them and it's like do you even give a fuck by the third what gender they are. How much money do people spend on gender reveal parties? Like it they gotta buy depends. a cake. It definitely depends. You at least gotta buy a cake for some the bitches that show up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's weird because like it, from the outside, it looks like everything needs, everything's like a photo shoot. Even though like everything in my life is a photo shoot too. So it's right. like, who am yeah. I to say no to a mom who 
just wants to document her kids, you know? I think it just creates something unhealthy with kids. The other day, um, where I nanny, I take the kid to my gym, and there was like a little kid watching a video of himself on his nanny's phone. Like, he, that's what he wanted to do, is like watch himself. Damn. That's so narcissistic. At three years old or whatever, like that's yeah. wild. True. Go, go play with blocks. Yes. So, I mean, go I make can, up a story. Like run around. Mm-hmm. I can down. relate though. Like I listen to every episode of this podcast. I love <laughs> taking pictures of myself. Uh, you know, I, I get where that kid's coming from. That's my opinion. Well, <laughs> narcissism much them. I'm kidding. I look. Narcissism is natural. That's yeah. my platform. A little bit okay. of vanity is good. A little bit of vanity is great. In fact. I would agree with that. But, but when is it too much? Right. Yeah. If he's just like straight up watching this video on repeat of himself. Yeah. Or like, do you ever stalk yourself on Instagram? Oh, no. No? You don't like go back in your... Not really. I, I go back. Sometimes. I'll search my you know own what? tweets, be like from Sam Stanish, and then certain words just to see things that I've tweeted in like 2015 about the whatever that word is, which I think is funny. Survivor. Well, not a, no. Usually, it's like wet or like you'll it, just search yes. a random word. Yeah, fucking <laughs> wild. Okay. I don't have. Well, I have a Twitter, but I don't post on it. Never have. Mm-hmm. Don't spend time on Twitter. That's a blessing. Yeah. I try and keep social media out of my life, but I'm addicted to Instagram, mm-hmm. and I have an app that like locks me out. That's no good. Way. But you can excuse it and go back in. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's just a little firewall. It pops up. It's like, are you sure you want to be doing this, girl? Yeah. And then you're like, yes! And I'm like, let me look at my own page. (laughs) (laughs) I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but like in 2020, it's like, should I get off of one of Twitter or Instagram? Like, should I be done? Maybe I should be off Twitter. I truly spend a lot of time on it. Me too. It's only getting worse. The jokes are only getting stupider. And I feel like I love memes. I love memes. But it's kind of like telling the same joke over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It does get old. And like memes are reinvented, but I feel like they're not that different from each other anymore. So it's just kind of boring now. That's true. I think, well, I think that I think first I should get off Facebook because truly, oh, I don't yeah. care about Facebook. I want to get off Facebook too, but how do you know about events? That's the only thing that's actually keeping me there. Like mm-hmm. I think that, gr- like I love a lot of groups i'm in on facebook but i could cut those out immediately and be fine the events it's like i know someone's not gonna invite me to something but i guess i just have to deal with that i know it's so dumb i mean i don't get invited to things already (laughs) (laughs) hello Uh, hello Hello. let's talk about that you know and it's like i am on facebook and that's fine because and i feel like the things i want to be invited to i'd probably still get invited to yeah Totally. Maybe this is the year I give up Facebook. Maybe this is the year I give up Facebook. Maybe this is the year I finally kill Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> With, um, you know, magic. Yeah. I just, it, it is, it's messed. And Facebook is the, like, most messed and, like, the oldest. So it can be the first to go right now. Yeah. I need it to go the way of MySpace. But it's so ingratiated into our lives, culture, accounts that will we ever fully be let go i got rid of it in college for like two or three years why did i get it again i don't know events it was actually because the motivational speaking (laughs) job because it was a solo i wanted to talk to other motivational speakers Mm -hmm. to complain 
Totally. That's hilarious. No one else like, no one else gets it. Well, you reached out to other motivational speakers to complain about motivational. There's something so funny about that. Yeah. Well, a lot of it, sometimes it would be the kids. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not supposed to say that. That's bad. No, kids are fucking annoying. Sometimes like kids would like bully. Okay. That's fine. But it'd be like yo-yo inventory where it's like, I cannot complain to anyone else. And that's what pulled me back into Facebook. Yeah. Sad. It's the shared hatred that makes the internet run. Yes. Yeah. It is the Common great enemies. uniter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facebook is also the platform where I hear the most about things I don't care about. Like, I feel like I've really pared down on Instagram and Twitter, like things that I like actually want to follow be, or be following. And even then I still don't really, but it's, at least it's about stuff I care about. And then on Facebook, it's like this cousin who I don't know shared something and now it's in front of me. I mute a lot of people on Facebook. Yeah. You get one chance. Like, you post something stupid one time, fine. Two times, you're out. Bye. I don't need to look at you anymore. No. I don't want your energy in my life. Nah. And when did it become... At one point, it became just the shitpost place. Mm. Like, because so many people took it in different directions. And then once everyone's aunt and uncle joined, it became something else, too. Yeah, that's... Like, aunts and uncles and cousins is also a good reason to keep it. Because I kind of like those updates. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I tweeted about this recently, but there is a girl I know who I have not spoken to in years who updates her Facebook with very personal information, and I am addicted to knowing about her life. Oh, yeah. It's it's bad, but I am very invested, and she's so open and honest about her stuff, and I'm just like, this is gripping. But then it's weird because it becomes inherently performative so Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah you're open but also this feels like super masturbatory yeah and i also live for people like that i definitely have a girl from high school that i follow (laughs) like that yeah (laughs) that's fun but yeah maybe like ahead of all these wedding announcements and gender reveals i get off facebook so that i don't know and so like Mm because i feel like at this point i'm on i i'm on it to keep up with like what high school people i don't know anymore are doing for like quote-unquote gossip about these people who i don't care about anymore other than like these life events and it's like i don't i'm not it sounds like a whole lot of negativity exactly mark zuckerberg also gossip are you talking about people from high school still like no but it's like (laughs) sometimes they'll come up Uh and it's just like Uh whatever i don't know there's it's small small graduating class so it's like i whatever i don't know totally yeah so maybe i am kind of still talking about these people but not like very frequently yeah. Shut it down. Deal breaker. Me to Facebook. True. Shut it down. Yeah. Maybe I'll try giving up. Every once in a no while. No Facebook February. Hello. Could be something. That could, could be, be something. Yeah. Could be something. Sometimes I'll tweet at the Twitter. I'll be like, at Twitter, please self-destruct. <laughs> I just want it to go away. Yeah. But it won't. No, it won't. It won't. Who owns Twitter? Is Twitter also Facebook, Insta, or is that a different... It's that guy Jack. This dude Jack is the CEO. I don't know if he owns it. Did he invent the bitch? I think he did. I think he did. Okay. I don't know. I've never heard of him, so... I don't know him. (laughs) I don't know this bitch. So, Jack, I don't care about your platform. Yeah. Not at all. And people don't really use... I I don't know. Twitter's in a weird... All of it's in a weird place. I need to be done with it. Yeah. But... Like, how else am I going to find out if people are engaged, you know? Uh, I know. Yeah. They're not sending me a wedding announcement in the mail. They don't know where I live. Well, yeah, then don't worry about and it. And then, yeah, I guess it's like I don't really care about them if they don't know my address. They'll be divorced soon anyway. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. I'm waiting for the first round of divorces. Hello. I've yeah. heard that's a fun time in Shut a, a single person's life. Because you have to like take all your divorce, recently divorced friends out. I actually think I find it peaceful because I'm like, look at me. I I grew up in the church, so I'm like, I didn't get married young and make a huge mistake. Good. Mm, Yeah. Divorce is expensive. Did you watch Marriage Story? Oh, I did not. It's so good and so sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hiring multiple lawyers sounds expensive. Yeah, barf that. Oh, my God. I would just be like, take it all. Because, I mean, even getting married is expensive because there's so many of these steps, yeah. especially if you're having like <clears throat> bridal shower, bachelor or bachelorette party, wedding, all three of those can be expensive. If you have yeah. a gender reveal party, do you then also have a baby shower once the fucker's there? I you have a baby shower before, before. the fucker oh, yeah. is there. <laughs> but then do you have a baby shower after the fucker's born too? No. Is, no. is that a birthday party or? At a year, you could have a birthday party. Yeah. Yeah, but, but the shower is before. I think once they pop out, the fucker is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more like all hands on deck. We have a living thing that we need to keep alive. Right, right. Yeah. Stay up, stay up all night. But then you have like a six weeks thing and like three months. Like people still make things out of those things. Yeah, yeah. But do, they don't do like events. Like no, come to my six week party. Yeah, it's more of an Instagram. Yeah, it's like he's still alive. He's her. He's Hermione. (laughs) 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 The studio's falling apart. It's okay. We figured it out. We figured it out. We got it together. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I also feel weird talking about this because I don't have a kid and I'm not engaged, and I don't want to like be overcritical of these experiences. No, gender reveal parties. No, not gender reveal parties specifically. (laughs) I don't like those, but it's like I feel like some of the stuff. At least coming out of my mouth where I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I just want moms to be loved and Oh, beloved. they're fine. Oh. You know what I was talking about last night? <laughs> moms are loved. Everybody loves their mom. Yeah, I mean, I can't moms are that. the best. Moms are pretty fucking dope. They do a Not lot. everybody loves their mom, but and Not, that's, I feel for those people. Yeah, those, yeah. That's a tough thing. Some moms blow. There's a lot of movies about yeah. shitty moms. Yeah. So like... But my thing is, I was talking about this last night, it's impossible to be a good parent. There's no such thing. Yeah. Because I think we've been told this lie that it's like, stay with me. It's like National Geographic, right? Or like the Animal Planet Girl. Some mammals come out fully cooked and they're ready to go and they barely need their parents at all. Mm. Some mammals come out not fully cooked and they need more tending to... But even then, at some point, they do break away from the wrens. I think we have been, like, socialized to think that the parental roles are bigger mm. than they, like, actually are. And so, like, we always have unrealistic expectations for maternal and parental figures because we're meant to live in a more, like, you know, it takes a village-ass mm. kind of shit. Where it's like, if your dad doesn't know how to do this, you can go learn it from, you know, Susie Q down the street. Yeah. Because humans are social creatures and if you only rely on two people for everything then it's you're obviously going to be disappointed yeah that makes sense to me especially i mean i I think people have a lot of criticisms of the nuclear family for the same reason where like we are supposed to be like a communal environment and like intergenerational totes relationships are supposed to be more important or whatever yeah but i also think that we are just able to have more complex relationships because we are have more complex thought than like a tiger. A dolphin, yeah. Yeah, totally. Dolphins are pretty advanced. Yeah, I guess that was See? a bad uh, example. An ant. 
Yeah, them they are freaks. They are freaks. <laughs> but they are super communal. They have a literal hive mind. Yeah, yeah. But they only have one mom, and they're just like and they're depending on her for everything. They all everything. hate her. <laughs> Goddamn mom! <laughs> or getting food for mom again. Yeah. Wild. ITK. But fuck kids, though. That's one thing I know for sure. That was another thing that came to me on the train yesterday <laughs> on the way to I Kensington. I was what? like, well, there was a kid who was crying, and I was like, okay. I mean, it was like, it was kind of cute. And then she wouldn't stop screaming, and I was like, okay, kids are cute, but I'm so glad I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say in nannying, I'm always happy to give the kid back to the parents. Yeah. And he's a, I really like him a lot. He's fun, but it's just exhausting, like... And yeah, when the kid is throwing a tantrum and you're like, please, I can't negotiate with a four-year-old. Please just stop. Straight up. At that point, you are just at their whim. Like, what do you need? Yeah. Well, she had dropped her balloon and then another child from across the train came over and gave it to her. It was really, really cute. Okay, that's fucking cute. Yeah. uh, But then she still didn't stop screaming. It was like, (laughs) you got your balloon. What more could you want? What else is wrong, love? Yeah. You know what? Life is hard, so I also understand when kids just lose it. I'm like, yeah. oh, it doesn't get easier, baby. I know. Get used to it. Yeah. Ooh, that's true. I shouldn't say I hate all kids. Some kids are really cool. Like our future child drag queen guest. Yeah, really Desmond cool. Child. Really fucking cool. So cool. I hope this really like manifests and we get Desmond on. That'd be rad. That would be cool. That'd be rad. But I yeah. am... Wait, I think I ran into... I think I met him in an airport once. Okay. Wait, I think I am recovering a regressed memory literally as we speak. <laughs> was it Desmond or Amazing or was it a different child drag queen? What is the late 20-teens where RuPaul said, everybody be a drag queen, and then they were. And then that, and then it happened. I think I was behind him and his mother in line for to get on a plane somewhere. Like they were coming to Pittsburgh. And I think I met him. And I was like, I like your ginger min shirt. And he was like, Mom, can I tell him? And she was like, mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm Desmond Child. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh. <laughs> that sounds crazy. It's a true story. It doesn't sound that crazy. And she is the mom. It wasn't that crazy. It was actually a very calm interaction. Yeah. I'm glad she stands ginger. Yeah, I love the gingerman. Uh. Um but I was going to say, you said life doesn't get easier. But I feel like I'm at the happiest I've ever been. Really? I'm yeah. Good for you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> that is good for you. I'm, I feel like it, adulthood is better than being a child. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. It depends. I feel like I accept the highs and lows better and have an understanding of like when I'm super low, I'm like, that's all good. Things yeah. will be good again. But then when I, everything's good, I'm like, watch out. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to be rock bottom again. You're flying high up here. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm just more even keeled. Not, a, not as many sounds, hormones. Yeah. That's really happy. That's probably it. I'm happy for you. That's beautiful. Yeah. But like, I do just think back very fondly on existing sort of outside of capitalist responsibility as a child in like that wonderland you know like that was really fun not to, being aware yeah and my pisces ass i was living in my head ignorance mm. be bliss living in my head yeah deal yeah that makes sense and i agree i was still I, I'm, I'm i'm you know my arc of personhood is generally happy very few dark spots in my life oh that's so nice Where? yeah so i'm not saying that i 
thought adulthood is so much better than being a kid, but it's like I'm still doing good. <laughs> oh, wow. Gorgeous. Wow, I'm you've had a blessed life. That's true. And I should recognize that more. Wow, Aww. gratitude twenty twenty. Gratitude is important. Yeah. Well, I think we're on to something with this no Facebook February, though. Yeah. I recently watched this very long interview that Gaga did with Oprah about, like, mental health and things. Mm. It was really fucking dope. Because, you know, Gaga's all about that. Yeah. And Oprah takes it there. And it was wild. It was really good. What did, What were some of the takeaways? Oh, my God. Gaga just talked very candidly about, like, her fibromyalgia and, like, her experience with like mental health and like treating it and what works for her and it was really cool hmm. just to like because like you know pop stars go through it they're like the, some of the most psychologically traumatized people on the planet I bet and like girls go through it yeah but she looked great she was wearing this like pantsuit and like she was like business gaga pink hair glasses suit she look good yeah being famous is something is a mental experience that i can't put myself in but i'm ready for it i'm ready oh it scares me yeah i want to be successful enough that i have enough money to like pursue any passion project i want but still walk down the street unknown yeah, that's down. the dream someone yeah. i know was like i want to be industry famous but i don't want to be like an a-list celebrity like, i want everybody who like works in entertainment to know who i am but ev- like everyone else i don't exist that'd be incredible yeah I already get so paranoid if I'm, like, too close to people at a restaurant. I think it's because I watch everyone around me and mm-hmm. eavesdrop and try and, like, get into people's business. I love listening to people. It's so <laughs> fun. But then I'm like, no one need. I don't want any of these people in my business. Yeah. Don't look at me. Right. But that's what we're talking about with the socialization and only depending on a small amount of people. We're a communal species. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's yeah. like, I'm trying to be communal by eavesdropping on your conversation. This like, <laughs> horrible first date happening next to me Hello. at the restaurant. Uh, I also just like love hearing people's conversations as they walk past me on the street. Where like, if they see something hilarious, like sometimes people are just funny. Where like, whatever they're talking about, I'll never find out what happened before or after. But like, the like six words I hear, it just makes me laugh. A nice slice of life there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love a slice of life. A sluice of loof. You know, a good old slew salute. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Shut it down. Deal breaker. Oh, Sorry. sometimes you hit them both. Split the difference. Oh, I see. <laughs> Gee. What are you doing the rest of the day, Catherine? Well, we're actually we meeting you later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have oh, a practice yeah. group. You inside practice tonight? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we're, we're, in, we're in a practice group outside of class for Lloyd auditions. Oh, cool, 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 cool. With other class members or just, like, randos? Yeah. All class. All oh, class. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Which is why, I don't know, I am auditioning for Lloyd. I think my improv days are numbered, but I really like this class. So yeah. I was like, I'll do this practice. Mm-hmm. And it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. This class is so cool. I'm so jelly, honestly. I said it before, but it just seems so fun to play with those tropes. Yeah. It's cool. It is very, it is very fun. Mm-hmm. Well, then usually I have Dungeons and Dragons on Sunday yeah. nights. Shut up. You play D&D? I do. Work. Yeah. Why not this week? Because if we can't have four people make it, then we cancel. Uh, told me that. They tried to move it to Monday, but I can't make Monday because of Kaleidoscope. Yeah. So hopefully we just cancel this week. Because if you're not there, you lose XP. Like, oh. You don't lose, but other people get XP and you don't get them. Most of. And how dare someone is already leveled up above me and I am so upset about it. <laughs> and you miss out on the jokes and the things. And yeah. yeah. Who's your character right now? 
her name is Muffy St. Clair. Yes. <laughs> I've been playing her for over a year. Uh, she recently died. Oh. Yeah. You sad. got the wizard. But she got brought back, back to life. Yeah, there you go. But you got, weren't you reincarnated as a different species? I was. Now I'm a tiefling. Cool. Ooh. Yes, I was a cleric. Now I'm a tiefling. Oh my um, God. What a journey. This is so embarrassing. The dice, the die decided. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wild because they're kind of like yin and yang. But I cried when I came back a tiefling. Wow. Like me, Catherine, cried. Wow. And then my DM, Randy, like flew over to me in character and was asking me how I was doing. And I just was like, stop bringing attention to it. It's so embarrassing. But I'm so invested that I. Uh, I Are get, you still I a cleric? No, I'm still a sorcerer. But now oh, I'm a okay. tiefling sorcerer. You were so. like. You were like angel born right? yeah. first. And, then and I was like you're... young and hot. This is... It's made me question my own superficiality. Yes, girl. You know, because I'm like, why? Now I'm this purple horned tailed creature. Why is playing pretend like that? Like losing my beauty in a fictional game. Uh-huh. How did that make me so upset? Yeah. What does that say about my psychology? Or, yes, exactly. I love that. One of the reasons I love playing D&D, because you, like, get to funnel all of that shit onto something else. But then, like, what if you played it the same? What if she was, like, just as fab about her tiefling-ass, purple Barney-ass appearance? You know what I mean? I mean, I've gotten, I've come around to it a little bit, but I am now taking on, I'm going to multi-class and take on Warlock so that I can eventually have disguised self full time (laughs) and look like old Muffy, but then also look like tiefling Muffy when I want. That's cool. I want to take my power back. That's that's cool. And your power is hotness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I used to be fucking hot and and I'm going to be fucking hot again. And I'll sell my soul to a demon to get hot again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't? That's so rad. Uh, you guys want to do Iconic, Not Iconic? Uh, why don't I? Or why don't we? Yeah, why do don't it. I? Why don't um, I? Sorry to this Catherine, this is our final segment of the show where we've pre-prepared three topics and we're just going to go through them. We'll count down from three. I literally will never remember if it's up from three or down from three. Uh, and then we'll all say at the same time whether it's Iconic or Not Iconic and we'll discuss. Okay. Okay. All good? First, we have Pad Thai. Ooh. Three, two, one. Iconic for sure. I mean, iconic. Yeah. I worked in many Thai restaurants in my time. Like many. Like at least four, right? At least four. That's wild. I just, my first waiting job was a Thai restaurant, so they all have the same menu, so it was easy to just get another job at another Thai restaurant in like college and stuff. Yeah. And I mean... It's not my favorite Thai dish, but it's the classic. Yes. It's and the it one is everybody knows. always delicious. Yeah. It's hard to fuck up. Very hard, yeah. It's pretty easy to cook at home, too. So yeah. If you, Never if you gotta walk. I don't. One time, when I was trying to move to Park Slope, I one of the apartments I toured was above an Asian restaurant, and the apartment was on the third floor, and they didn't have a stove, but they had, like, a built-in wok. Oh. Yeah. It was... I just... In the apartment. Oh, shit. In yeah. your apartment. In the apartment I was touring. And That's... it had, like, the little, um... The little faucet on top I don't, of it? I don't know. I They never called me back. They did ask me if I was... Uh, if I had voted for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> they really wanted me to know. I was like, yeah, obviously. But then... What? They never called me back. I feel like that's an inappropriate question to 
Alaska renter? I don't know. Oh, hmm. what? Technically, probably, totally. But would yeah. you rent to a Trump supporter? I don't know if I would. <sighs> but I DK. I'm not a landlord. To supplement yeah. her, whatever. But it was, yeah, built in lock. It was funny. That's amazing. I would die. Yeah. I am so obsessed. I love Thai food. That's another reason I work yeah. at Thai restaurants. I love Thai food. And now I watch like YouTubers who make Thai food. And I'm trying to make some myself, but it is hard and you need a good walk. You, you really need, you need a walk, yeah. Mm. I didn't know that. What's the deal with that? Why? It's just the stir frying. You can't get like the char on a on like a, a drunken noodle. You can't get you can't bloom the spices right, like you can't have pad thai. Like there's a lot. There's a lot you gotta do. You gotta it's I fucking love it though. You really introduced me to curry. Like I feel like I never really ate it and you got super into Thai food and I now I love curry a lot. Yeah. Mm. Is that favorite. your number one dish? Curry? Probably, yeah, like a Penang curry. Okay. Or like a green curry. So fucking good. Mmm. Now I feel like I well, cause, whatever. We're not, we're not, I'm not gonna go through all my cuisines right now, but I do have a pretty good red list. And when I stopped eating meat, Chinese fell from the top because I don't really like it mm. anymore. It's also very hard to eat Chinese food as a vegetarian. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's like meat and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And the. The tofu options aren't as good. Anyway, we can move on to the second iconic. Uh, <laughs> but now got? I'm so hungry. Oh, I know. <laughs> Same. Okay, oh, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to be that person. Anyway, oh, Disney's Brave. Where have you been, oh. bitch? Wow. Three, two, two one. one. Not, not iconic. iconic. Not I've never me. seen it, so I feel like I, I feel like I can't really say not iconic. But the fact that I haven't seen it to exactly. me says not iconic. Yeah. I feel so conflicted right now. I've also similarly never seen it. Never seen it. Um, but my Celtic heritage is telling me that Merida and her beautiful hair is iconic because she did a lot for normalizing redheads, I want to say. Like, she's a redhead princess. What about Ariel? She doesn't count. Because that's not frizzy ginger hair. That is like a red blob that is like perfect and floats around in the water. Sure, but Merida counts, but Ariel doesn't count. Well, Ariel Fine, also Ariel was counts. fully focused on a man, and I resent that. True. Whereas I imagine Merida is not. She's not. Yeah, she's explicit. I'll be shooting for me own hand. Exactly. As she says. So exactly. I wonder, I feel like a bad feminist. I'm going to watch Brave now. Mm. We should all be watching Brave, I agree. <laughs> Brave is good. It was. I enjoyed it. I saw it in the theaters, and then I never saw it again. I okay. really want to see it. It's good, but I feel like even in like that Wreck It Ralph scene where it's all the princesses, they did a bit how Merida was the odd one out. Oh, I didn't see it. Which I feel like is dumb because I feel like this is. I feel like this is gay bullying, is what it is. I feel like Merida is a little queer, and everyone's like putting her on the outs because of it. I said it. You can never be sure. I said it. <laughs> Brandon Zerko was mad at me for not having seen Wrecker Ralph 2. And that's where the Disney it's princess good. scene comes from. I have to watch that. If we're being 100, I haven't seen either of them. Wrecker Ralph 1 uh, is really, really good. I know. Yeah, they're both good. I've heard. It's time. It's time somebody break out the Disney Plus. Is it on Disney Plus? I don't know. It's on Voodoo. Again, nanny life. Ooh, uh, the kid I nanny was very into Alvin and the Chipmunks for a while, so I think after that anything was good. Like the live action ones? Yeah. Oh no. They're so bad. Not they're even, so bad. Not even the animated ones. I like those. No, they're live action. Those suck. They are brutal to watch and so shrill. <laughs> like those little voices. Yes. Well that's unavoidable in the Alvin and the Chipmunks franchise. I think that's yeah, I have a big problem with that. <laughs> oh my god, and it was like the ones with like 
Was it the ones with the girl chipmunks too? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like a pop. They're pop stars. Yeah, something. they're all pop stars. <laughs> yeah, they're all pop stars. <laughs> Alvin, Simon, Theodore. <laughs> oh my god! Terrible. But the an- terrible, terrible. But the animated one was good. Like there was one about werewolves that I really liked. Okay. It was funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, every time Malvin and the Chipmunks comes on, I just I'll, all I can think of is the the Christmas song where they sing about wanting a plane and a hula hoop. Yeah. And I wanna yeah, exactly. No. I can't hit those notes anymore. <laughs> now it's gonna be that shrill little voice is gonna oh, be in my head. Do they so sing that in the live action movies? Yes. Okay, oh, thank cool. God. It's their hit. Like if they don't <sighs> sing it, I want my money back. What was okay in the Alvin and the Chipmunks? They got those that trio of hot chipmunk girls. Yeah, and then <laughs> did you just call them chipmunks? Chipmunks. Chipmunks. <laughs> uh, and then in Powerpuff Girls, there's the Rowdy Rough Boys. The Rowdy love, Rough Boys. Sending those trios of same gender siblings at Yo, each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love that Rowdy Rough Boys episode. Yeah. Were you a Powerpuff Girls fan? Oh yeah. Yeah. Big Bubbles fan over Me here. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Because you always had the one you wanted to, like, be. Mm-hmm. Mine used to be Blossom. I feel like I'm a buttercup now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm a buttercup, but as a blonde child, I just always liked the blonde character. Like, I loved Cinderella. Why? Because she had rodents and was blonde. Hello! She had mice friends! Yeah. I loved that for her. Yeah. Cinderella was dope. She can hang. Yeah, Cinderella's cool. I, it's unfortunate because in the Kingdom Hearts franchise... Often the princesses are not the people who join your party, even though it's like I like it would be it'd be Jasmine to fight with, right? Yeah. But like obviously Aladdin is the person who joins, yeah. even though it'd be I feel like it's a more interesting challenge as a character designer to be like, what would this princess do if she had to like fight? fight? Yeah, I mean Obvi, she would throw a glass slipper. She'd, right, oh, she'd yeah. take There's off so her glass there. slipper, she'd break it, yeah. and then she'd stab a bitch with it. Something with the pumpkin carriage come on but no cinderella's cool because she's not from wealth like she's a princess for the peeps because she was like you know popper to princess story yeah love that a Meghan markle a Meghan markle for the gods (laughs) oh my god i saw an article the other day that was like Meghan markle and her husband Mm. leave like the royal (laughs) family and it's like i love that i love that she is being she's top billing yeah so funny uh, last up, we have clicks. Excuse me? Like a click in a high school. Oh, like Q-U-E. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Iconic. Not iconic. I'm going to say that. Oh, say my gosh. Okay. <laughs> not okay. that they're good. Okay. No, but go off on not iconic. Tell us Not why. iconic. Clicks, leaving people out, mean. I hated high school. Oftentimes at UCB, I feel like I'm back in high school. Oh. Clicks are... Rude. High school never ends. It's a song, but it's true. Why? Why? Why can't we all just be kind and get along? Yeah. Or respectfully not get along and avoid each other? Because we are all so fucking into ourselves. Yeah. Like, that's what I think. It's so weird. But clicks can be so iconic. Like, Relaska Talks comes to mind. But it's... Do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? I do. Relaska Talks comes to mind. But it's like, that's not... It, it disbanded. It was bad for everybody. They are bad for you, but they are so dramatic and really fun to watch. But, like, are Harry, Ron, and Hermione a click? Absolutely. They don't make any uh, other friends. They don't make any other friends. Yeah, and I guess I do 
oh, they're like an outsider clique. Yeah. Hmm, this feels complicated to me. That's something that I, that, like, the Harry Potter franchise did not really explore the inner working dynamics of the years of no. the students, which is, like, interesting to me, and it would be good, but they don't do anything with that. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a teen drama. It's like, yeah. there's a murderer out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm not saying cliques are good when I say they're iconic, but like we said, high school never ends and like we're always involved with different cliques and like they're navigating the social political landscape of every single it blows. organization. Yeah. It does that we blow. Join. I guess I feel a duality. I think iconic cliques are the ones that are like made of outcasts and the popular cliques, they can burn. Totally. <laughs> totally. And that's what everybody wants to see. That's what every good movie is. That's what Heather's is. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You know, mm. Heather's mm. is about cliques. Yeah. Love Heather's. Do Another you like great musical? RuPaul's Drag Race click. Another great RuPaul's Drag Race click. The Heather's. I haven't seen the full musical. Me neither. Me neither. It looks really cool though. Do you watch Riverdale? Because they did a Heather's episode. It was great. I did. I don't watch. Riverdale. I don't watch Riverdale. That. Do they do? Crazy. Yeah, that show is bonkers. <laughs> did they do an episode of, about the movie, or they like all sang the songs from the musical? They were like doing. Oh, were they doing the musical? Yeah, they were doing the musical. Nuts. I have a bad memory. I watched, like, a season finale of Riverdale, and Archie was getting, like, arrested for murder, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I watched season one, and it was good. It was a good teen drama, and now I hear just, like, little things that are happening on that show. I'm like, what? How did that show become It's off the rails. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. So so does our friend of the pod, Elisa. Oh, God. She loves it. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys watch Sabrina? Yes. Yeah. As a witch, I need to catch up. I need to catch up still. Yeah, you should. You're a witchy blonde just like her. Thank you so you much. You really are. Oh, wow. I feel so seen. <laughs> Go off. Clicks are... Well, I love a coven. A coven is kind of like a click. I love a coven. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I do think clicks are iconic. Wow. It depends. Covens, I, think, I feel like, are... They're a little bit bigger than clicks. They're more of like See, an organization. Like a, yeah. I like a big click. It's more inclusive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's invited to the party. Yeah. Come to my tree. Come to my tree. <laughs> Come offer something to my god and my goddess. IDK. Yeah. Clicks are tough. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel, I mean, like, I've been in them and, like, hello, been okay. burned by them, too. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm aware of that. I often get kicked out of clicks. Maybe that's why I resent them. Mm. That sucks. You don't have to relive one, but, like, do you have an example? That's wild. Okay, I do. Let me change the name. Okay. Ooh! Um, I know, I have to do it, like, thoughtfully. Um, that's beautiful. So what, when I went to fifth grade at a private school and was friends with this girl. We're going to uh-huh. call her Kate. She was the name of a fifth grade. Come on, fifth grade click. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good so there was a click, right? Mm-hmm. We go to the same high school. After our freshman year or sophomore year, we get back to school and Kate had put locks on all these lockers so that we could have like a block of lockers together but she left me out and when I went up to her and I said Kate why didn't you save me a locker and she said well I went to science camp this summer and you went to drama camp so and that's how I got kicked out of my clique yo 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 just because you weren't a woman in STEM I I know it was so wild Wait, I that was need... obviously an excuse. It wasn't yeah. actually because I went to drama camp. But I need to see now this improv scene of the drama click and the science click or the yeah. STEM click. I need that. The it's... drama click was wild. That's my adaptation of uh, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh my god, that's nice. Yeah, so that was one of the first clicks I got kicked out of. Did you read those books, the click books that all the ladies loved in middle school? No. 
Oh. Okay. I've simply heard of them. Never yeah, I never read them either. They were just like these books about like cliques of girls. Oh. And they looked very like bitchy covers. They looked like Vera Bradley prints almost on the covers. And I just remember all the girls in my class loved them. Okay. I've never heard of these books. Social intrigue for the middle school female. Yeah. Seemed pretty cool. People love it. I, but and there's and there were like a billion of them. And they're yeah. Like this thin. There were like tons of them. Well, I feel like I missed out. I know, me too. Apparently there was a movie. And it wasn't that good. Okay. So, so maybe, I didn't maybe we're that. okay. Yeah. Maybe we're okay. Maybe we're fine. Maybe we're fine. But maybe we'd love the books if we read them. Who yeah. knows? We'll never know because I don't know how to read. And I'm not going to read them. <laughs> I also will not. But I do read young adult books. Yeah. Okay. Young adult books They're are good. good. Yeah. They're so creative. Why What's the most a, recent girl? one you read? Mm-hmm. What? What's the most recent one you read? Uh, I just started Pet, but I... I'm only like two pages in, which is wild because it's a children's book. But uh, I have a friend who's a children's librarian and she recommended it to me. So. That's cool. Yeah. When we were talking about Merida earlier, I was going to say that she came about in like the time when we were obsessed with women with bows and arrows because of Katniss. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Those were good books. Miss okay. Everdeen. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were good. I, Catching Fire was They're cool. making, she's writing a new one. It's going to come out this year, I think. Oh, about like an old Hungry Games. Oh shit! It's still in the same universe. Yeah, she's like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a prequel, but it's not going to be related to, or I don't know, maybe there'll be like fun little things, hints, yeah, of it being the same universe. But it's like, I don't know, like the sixty second one or something. That's cool. I will definitely read that. Yeah, I'd read yeah. that. Yeah. I never read the last one though. Oh, oh, it's good. It was good. Yeah. I heard everyone said it was trash. Oh, I liked it. People just don't accept. People what just don't happened? know what they want. In oh, the okay. It was one of those. It was one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I do think. I mean, I get it. Totally. But I liked it. You can't choose how the journey's going to end. Yeah. You can only go on it. That's I think like people feeling. feel upset that she ended up with Peta, but she had to because he was in that traumatic experience with her. Like. And they're mad. Prim died, but people, uh, people, uh, uh, the Animorphs series is getting people have always bring up that a lot on Twitter about the ending because. They she it's like controversial because she kills one of the main characters and then Good. they just wind up fighting another intergalactic war and it's um and it, it the ending works perfectly for what the series was trying to say and she wrote this letter at the end where she's like uh yeah sorry that it didn't all wrap up in a perfect bow and like they just like are all traumatized and like as adults because yeah. they fought this war for years in secret as children duh doy yeah and people were mad but it's Anwars is incredible yeah. People don't huh. know the one for sure. Sam is an animorph stand. <laughs> okay. so yeah, I'm surprised to hear that. Okay. It's so Most good. people are, you know? Yeah. It's so good. I also didn't... Okay. Animorphs, <laughs> is all... animorphs is all about trauma and violence and fighting a war. Wow, I didn't realize that. And I'm guessing transformation unconscious and conscious transformation right? mm. usually conscious and there's really gross descriptions of how they're transforming because their bodies fully change into the other animal yeah i only remember a guy going into like a bathroom stall and coming out like a crocodile or a lizard or something that's yeah. my one memory of animorphs dope that'll happen and then cassie turns into the squirrel nice (laughs) okay underrated I feel very useful for like spying and like nice plans nice plans nice plans plans breaking in recon Uh recon all the animals were druids they're what they're all druids because they transform into animals ah yes 
That's my opinion. That's my opinion. Yep. I love it. Um, that wraps us up. I think that was a great <laughs> round. Great round of iconic, uh, iconic. Yeah. Kevin, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me on. Loved having you. Come back whenever. Yeah. Um, before we go, we want to remind everyone to go out and get tested. It's just a little prick in the arm, girl. Go get tested. Figure out your status. Uh, get no registered to vote. Shit's coming up. November's around the corner. It's only January. It's 2020 now, and it's time. Uh, and tip a local drag queen. If you got a dollar, give a dollar. Yeah. got it. Leave a dollar, give a dollar, share a dollar, tip a girl. <laughs> And you're going to enjoy the show. Drag shows are fun, even if they're bad. So go. It's like a local library where people just leave dollar bills. Leave a dollar, take a dollar. dollar. (laughs) People don't leave dollars at the library. Definitely not. I don't know. Do you know a library? (laughs) No, I'm saying like if it was on the corner and it's just like a box that people left money in. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, As always, you can follow the show at Word on the Straits, STR8S, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Queervo Queen. I'm at Sam Stanish. Where can the people find you? If I'm, you want them to find you. Yeah, yeah. find me. I look at my own page. <laughs> <laughs> at Mushrin. Yeah. M-U-S-H-R-Y-N. That's you get hilarious. it or you don't. Thank you. That's hilarious. Um, ooh, and if you want to see me do stand-up, I'm at the Phoenix Bar at 8 p.m. on Friday the 24th this month. Uh, every Tuesday in January, we're doing The Hero's Journey. You can see me and Catherine perform 10.30 p.m. at the Hell's Kitchen stage. Work. We are also booked as The Hero's Journey under St. Mark's on the 31st at 10.30 p.m. Oh, rad. Do you have any shows coming up, Catherine? You want to plug? This will come out after Kaleidoscope, so we can't plug that. Mm. Um, I when's couldn't that tell show? you the date. Oh, yeah. I don't know when the witch show oh, okay. is. Look, follow me on Instagram, yeah. and then I post stories about my shows. Because I have a storytelling show coming up, too. Oh, nice. Nice. I am in a show coming up in February. I'll bring more details to that next pod. Okay. But look out for that. Also in February, Word on the Straits Live, 222, 9 o'clock, pit yeah. walk to come. Baby, so let's ride. Bye, ladies. Love you, ladies. Bye.